0: like this was during the time where i, I could only pray for, like 30 seconds that's that's how long i can pray if you pray, ask me to pray for a minute that's too long like who can pray for a minute who can pray for an hour that's too long Listen. but i tell you guys this this was my mm-hmm. beginning stages but i remember that was also the same year where i asked the lord i, I want to build up like, my prayer life because i am really have i being beaten by the enemy and you keep showing me like i also he always, like, always show me like the of me like literally speaking in front of thousands of people and it's not just preaching it's not just singing ball supreme so i'm just like what is it yeah. so uh my mom gave me this book called understanding the power and the principles of prayer by late dr miles monroe and that book changed my life mm-hmm. I, mean, I, I still haven't finished it but it, it definitely uh it definitely gave me a huge quick start so, but during the quarantine times, like they'd be asking me to pray. I mean, nobody was there there. Uh, my bishop was out because he was sick at the time, mm-hmm. so it was nothing but the praise team. My bishop was basically orchestrating church. Yeah, working. you you recording service to get it together. Yeah, and they told me like, "You got to pray." And I'm just like, "Oh my God!" I mean, every single Sunday, even when I'm tired, even when I'm sick, I'm, I'm praying and praying and praying, praying, but not realizing the Lord was grooming me. He, he was building to me. you and. Up. Like,
1: Thank you for tuning in to the Redefining You podcast. On the final episode of season two, I'm joined by yet another incredible guest. Ms. Keisha Jenkins and I will be discussing how to walk this faith thing out for real, for real. This is an episode your soul cannot afford to miss. Let's get started. All right. Hey you, welcome back to the Redefining You podcast season two episode 10 y'all we are on the final episode of season two and we're going higher and higher y'all I'm so hype right now I'm so hyped <laughs> because we have another guest as I promised um we, we gonna get into all the good stuff before we do <laughs> like comment subscribe all the good all the good all things it, do, do your soul a solid Because while this is the very last episode, Lord's willing, of season two, you never know Mm -hmm. if I'm going to drop something in between, like there's still work to be done, because I ain't done. Or let me say God ain't done. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Y'all, y'all, I am joined by the beautiful Miss Keisha Jenkins. Y'all, Keisha is everything. (laughs) Oh,
0: my goodness. Hey, Keisha. I am
1: blushing. (laughs) y'all so Keisha is another one that we met in the choir met at the CF
0: came all the way through oh yeah all the way through (laughs) so many memories man (laughs) just
1: just another one y'all and (laughs) I'm just so grateful I am so grateful that she's here I'm grateful for you girl Oh, she gonna tell y'all a little bit about herself, but I'll give you just the bare minimum. So Keisha is an intercessor. If you don't know Keisha, you gonna know Keisha at the end of this episode, all right? <laughs> Keisha loves God for real, for real. Keisha loves God <laughs> and she serve him for real, y'all. But she is also a women's health advocate. So that's all I'm gonna give y'all about Keisha. My husband was telling me the other day, he was like, Dree, you be telling all these people business and then they ain't got nothing to share about themselves. So Keisha, tell the people, tell the people about you who are you introduce yourself to the redefining you podcast fam
0: what is up everybody is truly truly an honor one to god give it on the god who's ahead of my life listen <laughs> you know but uh my name is keisha jenkins um the words to describe about me um blogger i'm a singer um uh, you definitely got it uh, when you call me Annister. Yes, I'm Annister Director of the Experience Bishop Center yes. under the leadership of Bishop Derek McCray in Orlando, Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm also the founder of B1 Ministries. I recently, to God be the glory, the Lord placed that ministry in 2000, 2016 while I was in college. When he was in college. And um, and, like, we finally birthed it this year. That's what I said wow. in the midst of my dad. That's something came out beautiful. So, yeah, uh, I'm launching that ministry out to serve the people of God. I'm also a trainer. So I'm a teacher at heart. I love to teach the people of God. Yes, I preach. But this, but I love to teach. Because, like, you know, we really need to, like, learn the word of God. Like, I love, I love Jesus. I right. love Jesus. So I love everything about him. So I'm going to do everything that he asked me to do. So, and this is one of it. So I'm um, definitely a teacher at heart. So I also do like um intersex training. I do praise and worship workshops as well. I do singles conference. Like, you know, there's no, I don't box God in. Therefore I'll try not to box myself. Come on, so, Keisha. I'm really, I'm really excited and it's truly an honor. Um, listen, I' gonna let God be God. I told the Lord like this year, said so, Father, you lead and I follow. I love you lead and I fall. I
1: love that. And the rest is history. I love that because He gonna lead anyway. He gonna Come do on. what He wanna do anyway. Anyway, so anyway. you might as well. All right, Lord. I mean, all right. Right. I'm gonna do what you say. Do you might as Listen. well. I love that, Keisha. So tell yeah. tell me a little bit more about this. I'm gonna let you tell us a little bit more about this this new ministry. Is it is it too early to share?
0: Is this like a debut um, situation? So it's not too early to share. Um, like I gotta be I gotta be real honest with y'all because like because this ministry, um, like you know, starting in 2016, you know, I was 26 years old. I didn't really think much of myself. Now fast forward, I got a whole lot of content to share. Uh, like especially on social media like hey can I pray for you and devotions and stuff like that and blogging as well uh, I was so nervous to broadcast it like to be honest mm-hmm. especially in the midst of the death of my father like I was so nervous to share because mm-hmm. like it was almost as if you know what it's, it's like this it's kind of like even though you're going through a lot ministry do not stop Mm-mm. I can't when I tell you I got upset but like, I never forget it like I'm a dream. And I it was like two weeks after my dad died, like after mm-hmm. the funeral. And I mean, I had a dream regarding to a close friend of mine. And I'm and I woke up upset. I'm like, Lord, I do not want to talk to this person. Like I'm grieving. I'm moving. Yeah. Like did you forget? <laughs> did you forget? Listen. But at the same time, I also learned the gifts, the talents, the skills that the Lord placed in us. It has nothing to do with your condition like especially uh especially like for singers or praise worship leaders or psalmists or preachers anyone who serves the lord in any capacity you can be sick in some way somehow you can still sing you can still preach you can still serve as if you wasn't sick but that tells you it's not like the bible says it's not by your might or by your own power by his spirit that's how you can only it's only by his spirit that you can actually do these things on earth. Yeah, you can sing, but with the power of God, I mean you can sing effectively. You can see chains being broken, yokes being destroyed yeah. when you're actually doing it um in God. But like even in the midst of your sickness, even uh you may be broke right now. And the Lord still asking like in this another thing, obedience. Yes. Yeah. And Lord actually like ask Lord, um actually like I need you to sing. And the Lord, I said, Lord, I'm tired, I'm going through my own stuff, but at the same time, obedience, it's a must. But I tell you guys, God will honor your obedience. So being one ministry was basically one of my, like, Keisha, you going to do it or not? <laughs> so, because I resigned from my job last December, last mm-hmm. year. And I've been nothing about a faith walk since then. Woo! So, like, month by month, the Lord has been showing me. He is a provider. And I'm just like, okay, Lord, like, what's next? That's what I said uh, to you earlier father where you lead up like you lead and i go like you tell me where i need to go and i'm telling you people will drop in like drop money in my hand i mean cover my bills on month to month basis i'm just like oh my gosh lord be obedient Be he is obedient. concerned
1: about like
0: you. he's concerned so being one ministry the whole concept came around it's in corinthians chapter six verse seven where Uh, The scripture says, like, you know, God, I glorify you with my body. My body belongs to you. Mm -hmm. And the Lord desires us to be one with him Mm. where he abides in you and and we abide in him. He wants us to be one, not only um, corporately as a church. Not, not only as um, as a body of Christ but also individually where yeah. you know like you and him are one you're one body one sound. like what uh, if you're hurt he's hurt if you I mean you can feel his heart too you can feel what he feels you can start thinking what he's thinking yeah. so but it's all the matter of being one so it's kind of like I'm sharing I'm opening the door of my journey of what it's like of being one with Christ sharing my testimony my story and also with Prayer and like and the services that I provide, uh, in this, you know, this whole collaboration of being one with Christ, because I'm not doing this on my own now. Yeah. Like, don't get it twisted, y'all. It wasn't certifications or degrees. They only did it to a certain extent, but at the same time, God took them first. That's it. So, sure. like, being That's like it. being one with Christ is truly necessary. So, um, so the ministry basically to edify, to push the people of God, to to raise them up, to basically raise up disciples. To reach out to the lost souls as well. Right. I don't care if you don't know my name. I just want God's will to be done yeah. before I depart from the earth as well. So.
1: And this is why.
0: <laughs> but in
1: five minutes, you should have told y'all we can end the podcast right here,
0: okay? <laughs> Girl. Listen, that was good you. because that I didn't write. I didn't wrote that down now. You know, we have you have our streaming notes. I didn't wrote, right. I didn't it, write it down, y'all. I was, I oh was at the God. bottom before I started. Right, I said, well, that was good. Can you the recording? I write that down. <laughs> the be, the shocked, Wait, Listen, okay.
1: listen. Rewind. So this is why Keisha's here. Okay, the name of this podcast, she literally said it, is Faith Walking. I could not think of anyone better to be on this episode and it just so happens that it's the last episode of season two it was so intentional god ordained because i told y'all keisha would have been here earlier but she did lose her father um just a few months ago and just her strength Mm -hmm. and i told her before this podcast started i said the way that you show up in the middle in the process of your grieving this isn't last year this isn't years ago this is just a few months ago and just seeing her push through and serve in the middle of it. I'm going to let you know, Keish, like who you yeah. inspire inspiring me because we all, we always want to operate in our humanity, right? We always yeah. want to operate and be like, oh, well, I need to take a break. And those things are true. Even, even, you know, God, rest absolutely. It. That's absolutely. important. So yeah. it's, it's important to be sensitive, but I love what you said about even when we're in the middle of our whatever it is, you name it, the thing that we're justifying as a reason to stop God's strength operating in our weakness, in our humanity, God can show up Mm -hmm. and do miraculous things through us. And I love that. I absolutely love that in in our weakness. His strength is made perfect. It's perfect. And that strength, it's
0: perfect, That's perfect, honey. It's, it's who? Perfect. who? It's perfect for the assignment. It's perfect for that season. Like, you really got to trust God over your own. Like, you got to trust yeah. God over... Like, it was so funny. Um, Like, I remember I dealt, like, with rejection. I struggle with rejection sometimes. And I remember, like, there was another assignment that the Lord wanted me to do. I think it was, like, a singing assignment. And I was so scared. Uh, Because singing, to me, is very wrong. Like... Like of course some people may be shocked by like Keisha you look like you're not nervous of oh, course like well you got me the glory. but trust me I'm nervous <laughs> even when I pray I'm nervous even while I'm doing this I'm nervous because I don't know what's going to happen right. but I just trust God but um but I'm just kind of like you know Lord what if they don't accept me because I'm different I don't I don't sing like them I don't do this I don't do that and the Lord says like Kishi, can you trust me with your rejection like give that to me. Because, like, I got a whole resume. Like, who, who doesn't have a resume about rejection? Who doesn't have a resume of loss or being disappointed by people, and especially people close to you? Yeah. But then the Lord said, can you trust me with that? Can you hand that resume, that pain, that hurt to me? Because, like, you basically going to prove it wrong. Mm-hmm. But then I go, accept you, I say, well, listen, the Lord accepts me. He embraces me. He qualified me. That's all I need to do. Yeah. What you think of me, what people think of me, what how they feel about me, have nothing to do with nothing me. to do with me. And our values don't really move. They don't fluctuate based off of what people say. Yeah. Whatever the Lord says, period. That's it. But but I'm just saying like this is a, this is one of the attributes of being weak and his strength of being made perfect because like Father, I trust you with my weakness. Yeah. I yeah. trust you with my vulnerabilities. I trust you with my insecurities. And what better place to be vulnerable and
1: unput together with God? A mm. lot of a lot of church people, we yeah. get twisted, right? Like, can you yeah. can you imagine how many times like I'm I'm a church girl? So I grew up in the church. And so right. many times we hear people trying to get it together before they come to Christ. It's like, sis, you can't do it. Bro, you can't do you it. Can. He does the perfecting. And even today, sometimes I forget that. Like there's so many things that just people I encounter. And I can you know how you can see through the lens of God for some people like, yo, you got something going on. God is all over you, Doc. But then there's right. this, there's just something on the inside of you that's like, right, you don't see it. You don't see it, but you're seeing it for them and you want them to show up in a way that at this present moment, they're not capable of doing. They don't see it for themselves. So Keisha, you said something that was just so powerful. God qualifies you because I too deal with that imposter syndrome. The the, yeah. the the whole God qualifying you thing. I deal with that when I when I tell you I felt that right here. I felt that Come right on. there because there's it's so real. many times where I should not be in that room based upon what's on paper. Listen, but yes, yeah. God,
0: but. God. But God. So, oh, oh, Keish. So, that is so true. That's that's my story in this year. Like, I've been I've been in rooms and places where, like, I don't know how I got here. People it don't make me, sense. Like, Keisha, like, Keisha how you got here? Like, Keisha, you behind this person. Keisha you, did. Keisha, you was over here. Keisha, how you got over there? Keisha, what you were doing over there? I mean, it's, it's God. Like, I can't tell you. Like, it's not because of, I have six figures a month. It's not that, y'all. I'm not that type of guru who would tell you like get money, get yes. money, get money. Get God, get God, get God. Let yes. me tell you that. Because he's gonna supply. He's gonna provide. He's, going, he's really going to supply. I don't care how much money you have, God's gonna surpass it. But it can never like money can only do like right? no can be wrong or not. Money <laughs> is definitely one of the resources. It, but it can only do to a certain like it can only push you so far. It's a but tool. the Lord can push you further. Because yeah. what I understand this money will take you there, but money can't keep you there. Facts. God only God can keep you there. God only God can sustain you there. Like yeah. being being a CEO of that company and God puts you up there, or well, best believe God is going to sustain you there. But if you've been buying your way up there or faking it to like how you say it, you know, fake uh till you reach to the top, mm-hmm. child, you're gonna fall, you're gonna fall once you reach to the top. You're gonna fall real hard and press hard.
1: You know why? Because the air pressure is different up there. It's different up there.
0: Understand
1: me. Everybody wanna be at the top. So you get up there and you can't breathe. I'm I'm telling you from experience. The air pressure That's is good. different up here at the top, y'all. Yo. <laughs> yo, it's different. Everybody want a platform, so you got to talk on that platform. Everybody want I'm a platform on. until you got to come through and perform on that platform. And it's not performing right. for God. It's literally producing on that platform. Yeah. So sometimes we abandon our unknown seasons because we want the platform so bad, but what would you do with the platform like today? Would you today. fumble that bag in reality? Right. Like would you have the the being savvy enough? Because sometimes the platforms, the 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 notoriety, the notoriety, those are business yeah. transactions. And there are some yeah. things that God has to develop on the inside of you that you won't right. bow to every business deal because every Every
0: good thing ain't God. It it, it ain't always God. Let's say it's true. It's true. Cause sometimes it's too easy. Like see, like the Bible said, like you know, the devil is cunning. Satan is very cunning. So it is like he ain't dumb. So it is like he he like he he been on this earth for thousands and thousands of years. <laughs> so you try to outwin or try to outsmart. It is like you know, be careful. Because, like, you know, he will use the things that you like, and it will actually destroy you. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, like, your desire of marriage. So, if you actually start, I mean, you start meditating on that thing to the point that you start outlining your wedding. And, I mean, you start outlining what's going to happen in five years, what's going to happen in 10 years, 15 years. And then this dude, this approaches, say, hey, how you doing? Boom! The Lord told me you're my husband. I'm like, wait, huh, huh? I- you get about 17 steps you get, i mean 17 <coughs> steps and i mean to the point you start idolizing it you can even idolize a good thing yeah you can idolize your job your career you can idolize your um i mean your business i could idolize ministry yeah let's say that's a whole topic to talk about because like whereas you literally choose ministry mm-hmm. over everything Right, like, I mean, yes, the Lord gave that to me, but however the Lord be like he said, it's me who gave that to you, and it's me who basically pushed that. So it is kind of like, um, like father, I push my ministry to the side if you need my attention. Yeah. yeah. Even with your, your spouse, with your partner, even with your children. Yes, true. That's why it's but, so um, important to have a spouse yeah. that is
1: aligned. Because Come on, that's good. he needs so good. to understand, um, you gotta have a purpose partner. You got to have yes. a purpose partner. And it's not something, God, God is not, he's never going to renege on his word, right? So he's never going to put you right. in a situation where you got to bend his word to fit what he told you to Come do. On. He's always right. going to be perfect in what he saying. And he can't never renege on one part to make it fit another. So mm-hmm. trust and believe if you are with your purpose partner and he tells you that he needs your attention, your spouse is yeah. already in the loop. He already knows. He's already Mm -hmm. preparing spouse. Spouse might have been the one that said, honey, I don't know what it is, but I can feel a tug that's away from me. And you got to get on your face for God because I don't know what it is, but he needs you for something. And I'ma be okay. I'ma still be here. But you go do what God said, and I'll be and I'll be here when you get back. That honor. I love that. It is so important. It is so important to align yourself, not just. romantic relationships but yeah friendships yes, all of those absolutely. things are so important i told god that every person that i have on the podcast this season needs to be intentional and aligned with what he's doing in this season and of mm-hmm. my life they have to be aligned
0: they mm-hmm. absolutely have
1: to be aligned because anything that veers off the path again you you may get the views you may get all the things but is it god is the is will of god kind of- being Jesus is is it being done are we doing God's work or are we doing our work because that's what we feel like doing like even extending these podcast episodes to you know episode 20 because that's what everybody else do that ain't what God told me to do because in in addition to everything else that God has me doing this is just one piece of it just one piece of it so I think it's so important, Keisha, like you said, to just make sure, make, make, sure, make sure, cool sure that he remains at the center of it. When you said That's you'll step away so from good. ministry if he needs your attention, because we automatically correlate, well, I'm doing for God, right?
0: Right. The
1: deeds is I'm doing deeds. for him. It's well, like no favor. <laughs> it's me no. and you. I just right all this doing you've not had time to be with me be with me don't do for me right now this is your season to be with me and man it's so interesting because my season right now is blended it's do and be do and be do and be and i'm like man I'm tired, dog. Right. I'm tired. Lord, what you gonna have to do right. next? And I'm, right, so, right. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited for this season to come to an end because I won't have to do as much. I'll get to be. And in that season of being,
0: Amen.
1: I'll get to rest in him because there's nothing... More fulfilling for me than knowing that I'm aligned with what he said. Do I can fast more? I can be more intentional because I don't have to, you know, plan and prepare for these specifically. I can, it's kind of like that sabbatical, right?
0: Like the importance
1: of a sabbatical. That's, that's almost what I look at this as this Mm -hmm. break in between seasons. I need a season of rest because I don't have a team at the current moment. My, my, my editor he's my cousin he is incredible at what he does and the the day that the lord blesses me with the platform doubt you coming too i mean it's just he coming too but i don't have the team i this ain't the big this ain't the basement tim ross i don't got the ability to have 15 people on the the studio you know what i'm saying it's just it's just us it's just us
0: Josh, where you running? I feel like you got a whole corporate back there. Uh-oh. Listen, Uh-oh. listen. Come on, speaking into Is that existence. Is that Come God? on, Lord.
1: <laughs> okay, Keisha. So before we before we go 17 feet past, past, go. Oh. Tell, tell us, how did you become this version of you? Like, what was childhood, like growing up? Like, what, what was that like for you? Um,
0: childhood for me, I was a girl. Like I was a quiet girl, very, very quiet, very timid and shy. But I love people. I was very observant. I'm still, you know. But like real life, I mean, I have to say, I guess I'm overt, So like, you know, there are situations or some rooms where it requires you to be outgoing. And then, like on a regular day, I'm quiet or I'm singing to myself. I have a big imagination. I was a little girl. I love Rugrats and 90s shows, the cartoons. Yes. my heart. And I'm also a nerd. So video games, I love all of that. I still do. So I'll be playing it on the on the side here and there. So i always I always be great, been grateful for the imagination that the Lord has given to me. Because to me, like, Lord, I know you're going to use it. Like, the fact that, I mean, like, that sounds crazy when I was a little girl. Like, I was like Tommy. Like, I never, like, I remember since I was a little girl, I was always attracted to leadership. I was mm-hmm. always attracted to, uh, like, Xena. Uh, she's, like, a princess uh, warrior. Mm-hmm. I was always attracted to, like, those who are in the leaders. Like, Hey Arnold, he was a great leader. He had a heart for the people. You got Tommy and Rugrats. He had a heart for the babies. That's- like, you know, whenever they get in the heat of it, Tommy's like, you know, he'd be thinking, sucking on his thinking. And like, he'd figure it out. i always admire him for it. Like it's something about that leadership, but not realizing, Kisha, that's you. That's what you're going to become. Wow. So, but I did not believe it. So, like, and I was molested as a child, been bullied all you know, and stuff. But even in the midst of it, I mean, it still didn't crush my soul. To God be the glory, yes. and the Lord healed me as the years, yeah, went, went by. So you know, I realized, like, even my twenties, uh, the Lord um made me re- revisit. Some of my childhood issues. Mm. Like I remember, I thought I forgot about it, and I remember the Lord gave me a flashback, and I'm I broke down in tears. I said, Lord, I thought we're not going to talk about that issue. I thought we're not going to talk. Like the fact, the fact you showed me the picture of that person's face hurt me. Like wow. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see it. But the Lord was saying, like, I need you to see it because I, like, yes, it was hurt, but I want to give you a new revelation out of it. And that revelation that the Lord showed me gave me peace. It actually helped me to release it, like in my twenties. Wow. Even though it hurt ha- like it me when I was a little girl, it made me quiet when I was a little girl. You know, that was another thing. I was quiet. There was, there was a whole lot of um because like I had labels placed on me. Uh, labels placed on me, like in elementary school, like they thought I was, you know, I'm sorry to put it bluntly, but like they thought I was a retarded child. But my mom, uh, but because I, I think differently from mm-hmm. the other uh, uh, from my classmates, but my mom always believed in me. She said, "No, we're gonna put her back in second grade again." Mm-hmm. And she will excel, and child, I excel. I had straight A's, and like my teachers uh, believed in me. It was so funny. I never forget his name, uh, Mr. Michael Coffey. He happened to be a pastor, a white pastor, and uh, and he believed in me. I appreciate him to this day. And, like, since then, like, have straight A's, have a war, and stuff like wow. that. Just all simple. Like, you know, and that's another thing, a God-fearing mom, God-fearing mom, God-fearing parents. So, you know, and then, Woo. like I said, I mean, even in the midst of what you, the trauma, the childhood that you went through, the Lord was there. Yeah. Like, let's not ignore it. God was there, too. Like, you may feel like, God, you love me right there know the Lord saved you it could have got worse exactly but at the same time but in my 20s the Lord um, basically took me through a period of time where he allowed me to go back to my childhood and to mm. gain more understanding to get more peace out of it but uh, I started seeing the beauty of my childhood how I was innovative I mean I was really creative but I was discouraged at the same time I allow people I allow opinions to come and infiltrate my mind and it's like Mm. you know what you know you're right i i shouldn't do that i should have tried this out i should have tried that out but to god be the glory you know growing up which is why like i think in my 20s i finally started becoming more outspoken and i'm like enough is enough yeah so because i realized none of your stuff is going to help me out (laughs) because at the end of the day it's going to be me and god and like i mean i am dying on inside, and you still, like, you won't know what's going on. Yeah. So, I'm not saying bump people. It's just, so like, you gotta understand that people cannot always help. Like, people can only do so much, but God can do so much more if you allow him to. Yeah. So, um, but he always showed me that fire. He always showed me that, like, you're, you're a leader, but he also showed me that I was the warrior. And that was before I started learning that I was becoming an intercessor because I didn't know what that was. I was like, what is that? Because, like, I never did during the uh, quarantine, like the pandemic quarantine time. I had to pray every single Sunday. And, y'all, I was getting upset about it. I was getting upset. Not getting like, mad at the
1: assignment, Keisha. Oh, no.
0: I mean, I'm just saying, i just praying. And, like, this was during the time where I, I could only pray for, like, 30 seconds. That's that's how long I could pray. If you pray, ask me to pray for a minute, that's too long. Like, who could pray for a minute? Who could pray for an hour? That's too long. Listen. But I'll tell you guys, this this was my beginning stages. But I remember that was also the same year where I asked, where I said, Lord, I want to build up my prayer life because I'm really, I think i time being beaten by the enemy. And you keep showing me, like, I, 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 you always show me, like, the of me, like, literally speaking in front of thousands of people. And it's not just preaching. It's not just singing, but also praying. So I'm just like, what is it? Yeah. So um, my mom gave me this book called Understanding the Power and the Principles of Prayer by late Dr. Miles Monroe, and that book changed my life. Mm-hmm. I mean I, I still haven't finished it, but it, it definitely uh it definitely gave me a huge quick start. So but during the quarantine times, like they'd be asking me to pray. I mean nobody was there. Uh, my bishop was out uh, because he was sick at the time. Mm-hmm. So it was nothing but the praise team, and musician basically orchestrating church. Yeah. Working. You you recording service to get it together. Yeah. And they tell me, like, you got to pray. I'm just like, oh my God. I mean, every single Sunday, even when I'm tired, even when I'm sick, I'm I'm praying, I'm praying, I'm praying, praying, but not realizing the Lord was grooming me. He He was building you. And, like, no, I mean, this was on Facebook, but nobody, nobody was really paying attention on my church page. Like, I mean, I didn't care. So i just kind of like, okay until like um my sister started spreading the word and then I went to another church service. I was supposed to see a background, y'all. I was supposed to see a background for Tiffany Boone on that night. And I did on that night. But uh it was my church at that time it was uh it was my church at the time. But um they asked they need an intercessor and I'm just, and they said Keisha we need to go up there. I'm like I told you I have to pray. I was just like I didn't told you I was like how did you find out? Do you know my life? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not worthy, I'm not worthy, but no, but it <laughs> was like my sister, Kimmy, she basically uh, like gave them words that I can and I'm just like, and I got, I'm just telling like, Lord, this is all you, oh, this is you, Lord, it's you, I know it's you, Lord, it's not an accident, and y'all, and I prayed, and God had his way, but the rest is history, so everybody started knowing my face. And so I said, "Ooh, that's the girl that prayed. That's the girl that prayed. Well, that's the intercessor. That's the intercessor." So, and I'm like, "What is the intercessor?" So I had to look it up, mm-hmm. and I started learning what an intercessor um, is. And I'm like, "Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that definitely represents my lifestyle in this season." Yeah. And I started becoming passionate and transitioning from my old church to to ECC. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and now I'm the intercessor director, and the Lord still cultivating me and still like um, initiating my gifts. Like that I thought died when I was a child, but the Lord's bringing them back. Yeah. So that's why that's why, you know, when people say like, don't uh, oh, like forget about your past. No, don't don't forget about your past. Like, there's something to see what I love about God, you don't waste anything. Nothing is wasted.
1: Do not despise small beginnings. Yeah. Because what you said, you was praying on the Facebook when nobody in
0: the audience when nobody even
1: (laughs) in there. And you praying for all of a minute, Lord? What is we doing? What is we doing? Right. And what, now, what
0: doing,
1: and now, <laughs> right. I gotta ask you, Keisha, because what you said was is is it's confirmation of how God moves and how He operates. He is a God of order. All yeah. the thing, all the things that He is matchless and you know powerful, mighty can do anything instantly. He is still a God of order because we we ha- we can mimic that and we can reference that by how he created the earth right there was there was a method to all of the madness he could have said be and it would have been but there was a method to the madness it's so interesting as i grow in my faith like just understanding the character of god and how he showed it to us in everything that he's done Mm. i went through this through this um discipleship this discipleship training course in lake Mm -hmm. mary um, at Lake Mary Church, the pastor's name is Pastor Shaddy. He's an Egyptian man, like straight from Egypt. Okay. Wow. When I tell you these people casting out demons, I'm talking about got power. You hear me? Wow. That's another, we ain't gonna get into that because uh, we we be playing. We be playing. It's I ain't going I'm like, not gonna get into it. I'm not gonna can get, we get talk into about it
0: afterwards. Like uh, this is this is good. Yeah. We know church. <laughs> We know how
1: to pick them up, put them down,
0: but when you start
1: pairing power with that thing—God-given power, walking in authority—seven-year-olds out here know what the the root spirits are, casting them things out of children. It—it gets real. It gets gets real. real, real fast. How did you know it was time for you to transition from your old church? to ECC? Like, what was that like? Because it was my understanding that you were there for years. Like,
0: is that your childhood church? Oh, yeah. So, I was, uh, so, my old church was Thompson Street Tabernacle a church of God. So, in Delance, Florida. And I've been there probably since middle school. Yeah. Like, I literally, like, I think middle school, high school, I grew up in that church. So, and I'll definitely say, during during my years there, that was truly the season where I started learning my gifts. I start learning what I can do, what I can't do. So, um, <laughs> I won't say can't do, because, like, not, just ain't your not guilt. as much. Yeah, that ain't your gift. Right, that ain't, that ain't it. All right. <laughs> that's good. I tried it, Lord. Let's move on. <laughs> so, and it's not a bad because, you know, some people really, uh, when they crash and burn, they really, they start, but they really, they stay crash, and they stay burn. And the Lord said, Stop stop staying in that place. Like it's to learn. This is this is all a part of self-discovery. Mm-hmm. This is why singleness is more than just a marital status. This is all part of being single. This is all part of learning who you are in Christ. So but if you keep your mind on a man, like or uh, a partner, just like, ooh, who am I with or who am I with or whom but you will never never discover who you are. Yeah. Like what is your assignment, sweetheart? What did the Lord tell you to do in this season? because it, it ain't time, just to yes. be a wife it's not why well, it's really not i'm not neglecting that because that is an awesome role that is an awesome position but you're more than just that that's one of your attributes that the lord gave to you but you're more than just a wife you're more than a mom you're more than a friend you're more than a sister you like you're more you got to get to know who you are why did the lord create you for this season what is your assignment in the season? Even
1: God was three. Even God is three and one. So you more than come just on. the
0: thing. Yeah, come you on. more than just the thing. That's- come on, you a entire team. But oh, uh, come on but now. I remember when I graduated from UCF in 2017, I moved back home, and because uh, ECC was like my second home thing mm-hmm. at the time. So when I came back home, you came back to my uh, old church at the time. Um, I'm just like oh. Yep. This my departure will be happening soon. Because wow. like where my my church family was at and where mm-hmm. I was at, we was in two different levels. Yeah. So because uh, I grew I grew up a lot, but not just talking about physically but spiritually too. Yeah. But at the same time that was years, y'all. So that was two thousand seventeen and I left my church two thousand and twenty. Mm-hmm. So um and you stayed an additional uh, to, three years. Yeah, I stayed longer, yeah, so, like, but during those years, I started learning that I'm an ancestor, I started learning, you know, start preaching more, I started started becoming a leader more, like, I was the president of the singles ministry, I was doing this, I was superintendent of Bible study, I was teaching Bible study, I was doing that, I mean, I started doing some engagements here and there, and I thought that was really awesome, so, like I said, the years wasn't uh, wasted, I served my church, I served. Yeah. and like without any recognition or money uh being involved like i serve, i do what god tells me to do period mm-hmm. until 2020 you know like it was i mean y'all uh, when i tell you i was getting restless i was getting restless i remember my sister depart uh she left uh we, me and my sister went to the same church too and when she left you know me and my sister always stayed together but at the same time my thing is this, like can you go where the lord tells you to go yeah and like you know, Lord, and I told the Lord, I said, Lord, you tell me when it's time. I will remain here until you tell me it's time. That's and Lord beautiful. told me it wasn't time yet. So, because uh, I'm not going to be peer pressure, because also this was during quarantine. so everybody was out, people was leaving. And like you know, those like those in leadership was there, it wasn't there anymore. So it's kind of like, where is everybody? You but, know what uh, it was? But to- You know mm-hmm.
1: what it was. It was. I know for me. I experienced something similar because before we only knew our church but when the pandemic came and we switched to that virtual church we started to understand and realize that it's ministries out here doing ministry on a virtual level like literally the shifts and the transitions that I experienced in my spiritual life being able to Watch and worship with Transformation Church, or with Darian Daniels Church, or you know any right. of the other ministries. That thing, that thing was like, wait a minute, what am
0: I doing? What are we doing? Because that ain't me, it. Like I was grateful for it. To me, like I don't only like still to this day, I don't only watch my church. I don't only go to my church. I've been watching various church services, their exactly. workshops and conferences online. Like it doesn't end there. And then also we're we're, we're one body. Yes. So it is like it don't stop there. I I thank God for virtual uh, being virtual and the church going uh, transitioning through that. Yeah. Because I remember before it went virtual, I mean there are some leaders who demonized it and like that's not of God and blah 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 blah. But homeboy, you you can't you can't do anything else. Like so, what's the next option? Yeah. So like it's time for you to elevate. We're not changing the message. Don't get mm-hmm. us wrong. We're not changing the method, we're changing our methods. We're not changing Max. the message of God. That's we're good. just changing our methods. So it is like so we'd be more effective. People can't come to church. So and it's so helpful. But at the same time, by the same time, but we getting some of us are getting lazy. And and so, why would we and, not
1: change our methods, Keisha? The enemy getting craftier and craftier. He progressing with the times. And if we you don't know, stay on top right. of that and reach our youth and reach the people. In, in our music, in the way that we interact with people, if the young people need to be met at the bowling alley, take them babies right. bowling and show take them that it's bowling. like, there is so much rooted in the level of access that people have to the church because we, we believe that church can only be done one way, dressed a certain way. Everybody's singing right. this song, swaying this way. Church is in here we are the church so if we need to take that out there to the local part then that's what we need to do we need to meet people where they are because if we're not winning souls what are we doing
0: what are we doing doing? you know i like how i love what you say there because you know um king solomon said you know the book of Ecclesiastes man was full of wisdom like he said there's nothing new under the sun there's nothing new. but what we're seeing now has been here on this earth. Yeah, it's just like what have we been paying attention to? Like remember, like I said earlier, if you focus on what you lack, like, you will lack. Like, but if you focus what you have, you will prosper. Yeah. It's like what are you? What's what's catching your attention at this time? Is it that TV show? Even though there's people, there's souls dying out there, but this, but you, but yo, this is. He said this is season five. We've been waiting for season five. Okay, I get it. Like, listen, trust me. I love you. you chose to. But, but, listen, there are souls at hand. There are people dying at hand that needs our prayers, that need our assistance, they need our service, and they need Jesus. And mm-hmm. the Lord Try to urge us, like, be sensitive sensitive enough to hear the voice of God, say, I need to stop playing that game right now. Mm-hmm. And I need you to pray. I remember uh, I had a dream of this little boy who was molested by a family member when i tell you i mean it was so vivid i was seeing the whole thing well he wasn't molested actually like um like he was literally having sex like the, the family was having sex with him it was a man wow. and i don't know it's a father or uncle but i was literally watching the whole thing and the boy trusts this person the boy trusts the father or i don't know if the father or uncle but he trusts them and thinking like is this is right or is this is wrong? Wow. And when I tell you my heart sunk, I was so disgusted by it. I woke up with tears in my and I just like, I said, Lord, what is this? And like, I thought it was like a nightmare. But of course, like with that, that's not a nightmare at all, especially as an innocent. That's not a nightmare. It was, it was a prayer assignment. And like, but I kept neglecting it because it hurt me so much. And like, I remember like, My mom was getting the kitchen renovated, and uh, and the handyman was out there with his child. When I walked outside, I heard a little voice, say, "Hey!" Uh, I mean, the boy looked just like the boy in my dream. He sounded like him too, and it shook me so bad. Like I didn't want to talk to him. I didn't want to awaken. uh, Like I didn't want to ask him, like, "Hey, are you going?" Like, that's the the topic. And and that pretty much confirmed. Like he said, "You're not quick." Like he said, "I need you to pray." And I prayed over, like, I don't know if it was him, but I prayed for every single child who was going through that. Because, you know, some of us don't realize that we've been raped. Some of us have, have like, realized that we've been sexually assaulted. Mm-hmm. No, baby, your uncle not supposed to touch you. No, no, like, your mama not supposed to touch you there. No, your sister was wrong for doing that. Mm-hmm. No, your friend was wrong for doing that. That's not right. And, like, and I, boy, I was praying and just praying for the rest of the day. I told my best friend about it. She said, sis, you need to pray about that. That's another thing. Have a friend who understands your assignment, community. who honors your assignment. It's and key. um, right, community is key. And I pray. So it is like being sensitive to what's going on in the spirit. Because I like, yo, I really could just ignore it. That's the Lord, that's too much. <laughs> and it continued around my day. But it is like, no, like we're we're in this covenant. Like we're in the last days, like the Saints used to say. But it, no, it's but it's true. We are in the last yeah. days. Instead of being instead of having a panic attack, because the Bible speaks of this, y'all. The Bible, excuse me. The Bible already told of this, but the Bible also urged us to stay focused. Yeah. Because like even leaders, um, even yeah, there are leaders, great leaders that are falling. Like I mean, falling away. They're dying off. I mean, they did their assignment and they departed. Mm-hmm. But then you got those uh, leaders that you thought you could look up to. But something, wait, Some ain't I right. thought you believed, something ain't right. I thought we all believed the same God here. You're talking about this, like witchcraft, you're doing this, and you're just like, wait, that don't make sense. And it hurts your feelings, sensitive. but you got to be sensitive and know, uh, and also test the spirit. I mean, the Holy Spirit is there for helping you to discern that. Yeah. But what I'm saying is we need to keep our eyes on Jesus and to stay Stay focused. Because we're so focused on like uh like it's not it's not wrong to you know like desiring a house and having uh you know have a good paycheck and stuff like that. But is that more important than God? Yeah. Say So like meditate on that. Because yeah. like is that really important to God? Like you don't think God, like God knows the hearts, like he knows the desires of your heart, but also learn this in Matthew chapter six, verse thirty three, seek ye first the kingdom of God. The kingdom and of his God his righteousness. Listen, be, be about God's business and he'll take care of the world. Yeah. He knows that your family's struggling. He knows that you're struggling financially. He knows. He knows. He's not dumb. But he said, I need you to handle this first. Yeah. I need you to handle this assignment first. Because the Bible there says
1: be, yeah. the wealth mm-hmm. of the wicked is stored up for us righteous folks. It, that's that's, that's, yes. Bible. Okay, that's so the Bible. That's the Bible. He ain't he ain't tripping off no resources. He owns it all. So quite frankly, he ain't he ain't made us out here to be poor and in shambles, like you like you said. You every bill, every every need since you yeah. made this transition has been met. And I really want to talk about Amen. this before we yeah. get into the redefining moment. Like Keisha, what has your faith walk like losing your father? How did that impact
0: your faith walk? Yeah, I was angry. Like my dad's been sick for the past few years. And like I I'm an emergency medical technician. So um and it all started with the abscess on his toe, and my dad was has diabetes type two. And you were like any type of abscess, like on the foot, especially on diabetic foot. Mm -hmm. that is serious because like um, diabetic foot or especially in the lower extremities, they're very slow to heal which is Mm -hmm. more prone for infection, the ulcers and blah, 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 but my dad did did not want to go to the hospital because he didn't have insurance blah, 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 and I'm just kind of like don't let that stop you like I used to work in the ER for like four years and we definitely have homeless people almost almost coming like almost on a weekly basis everybody know their name, like they say hey Beth how you doing, here she goes again So it is like and then, take at a certain point you. they can't turn you away. Like they, they can't right. Like, I mean, yeah, you're gonna get that bill, but they can't turn you away. So um and my heart sunk because I remember there was a season in my life where I wanted to move out of the parents' place. And by the same time, you know, they're growing up and I did not want to miss out. Like I did not wanna miss out anything like in their life. I wanna be present. So thing too like a couple of my friends' fathers were dying too. So it was like hitting close to home. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, is is it coming to my house? So um, you know, one thing led to another the toe. Then my dad started getting sick. His legs started getting swollen. Like I started notice like he's taking a gazillion medicine and I'm just like daddy you, you want to say you want to have diabetes type two. So there's a lot of things that my dad did not share with us. So 2022 um, was really hard for me and my sisters. Like, like um, for those who knows Kim, like Kim has her own business. So like, and me doing engagements and stuff like that. We're going forward while we're still getting a text message that dad is back in the hospital again. Wow. He's not breathing well. Um, and like, and I, I resigned from my job last year in December, and and that was another book. God, and that was truly a faith walk, y'all, because I never quit my job. But, um, but during that season, like, it was kind of like, you know, like I said, God doesn't waste anything. Everything has its purpose because I was able to take care of my daddy while my mom got to go to work. Yeah. So like, I knew my daddy was dying, but I'm just kind of like, I can't believe that he's dying. It is like, daddy's too young. Like, I'm like, I'm 32 years old. I'm not even married. And my sister's not, uh, my team is not married. And like, it is like. Who's gonna walk us down the aisle? Like who's like being the grandfather to our future children that we may have? So it just like okay, like what is this? What's going on? And like why does my daddy have to die? So um, but yeah. even in the midst of what, in the hospital, my daddy, like he was giving up, and I was getting angry. I was getting angry at him. So one, I got daddy issues. So my dad is not perfect, but uh, he's a man of God but like, he's not perfect. He's got issues. So, like, I got issues, too. So, um, but even when he was in the hospital, he was giving up. Like, he wasn't fighting to live. And that's what made me more angry. And uh, February 9th, I was at home, and um, I received a phone call from my mom saying, you know, like you need to come in because, like, a daddy's heart rate is is dropping. And I knew that was it. Like, yeah, that is about to be and I was driving, y'all but I my whole body was shaking when I was driving. I uh, I was shaking. And uh, I just asked the Lord this. I said, Lord, just just let me be with him till his last breath. Let me hold his hand and like be with him like till his last breath. And the Lord grant me that. He actually grant me that. So um so like as I went to the hospital. And I saw him, um, and and that was a, and that was another thing. It was so hard to see him in the ugly state. Like you couldn't really—he was so disfigured you couldn't recognize him. And it just—and I hated the fact that I had to see it because my sisters were away. So, like, I'm just like, Lord, why do I have to see this? Why? Because like the story of my life—it's so—it's almost, almost as well. I think it's also part of it being an intercessor, being in the midst of chaos. Like I have yeah. to be in the be in the midst of it to see it, and it hurts me. So and then uh we had to fight him out to hospice and I held his hand, I played some prophetic music uh just to calm my spirit down. And I watched him take his I held his hand and watched him take his last breath. And I mean, my heart was broken. It really stunk. And um uh, I never forget what my mom told me later on that she said he should take that mantle off. The mantle, because I mean I was an innocent director, I had a bunch of stuff going on with that month. I had six engagements. Uh, in a, in a few months. Wow. And I'm just like, I can't do this. Like, I really can't do this. And when my mom said, Take that mental off, girl, I took it off. I like, I text, I like, shout out to the experienced Christian Center and my family. Yeah. They, they, I mean, within quickly, they said, We got you. Don't worry about it. Do not worry about it. I mean, they took it, they took everything out of my hands and they took care of it. Yeah, and I just grieved so uh, week by week and month. Like basically, I was like on sabbatical slash grieving period. Yeah, like I was quiet and I was crying. I was delusional. Like I was seeing, like I was seeing my daddy at the house, even though he wasn't really there. Wow. I was having dreams, and I'm just like, I don't know, I don't know how to move on from this point on boy because I don't have a father anymore. Like he's the yeah. only man in my life. Yeah. So um and at the same time it was also kinda of embarrassing. Because like me as an intercessor, like I'm literally praying for healing and for this and that, not only for my daddy, but for other people. It is kinda of like I could hear the I uh, like I was hearing the enemy so Keisha, remember how you prayed about this and this? So what's going on with this now? Wow. This is real, y'all. This is real. This is real. And like I almost felt like I wasn't worthy of it, but at the same time the Lord gave him my father. Like he was hitting his wounds beyond that I see. Yeah. So like if, I, I mean my dad, if the Lord allowed my dad to keep living, he would have been worse conditions. Because at the same time I'm just like, Lord, you can release my dad, even though it was hurting me because like he wasn't getting better. Yeah. Like I was I was paying attention to what the doctors were saying. I said, Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. Like you're not doing anything skeptical to my eyes. So it is like he's getting worse. Like, it's not, nothing is getting better. So, yeah, like, it's pretty much against our... And that was nothing. It was against our control. We couldn't control it. Yeah. No matter how much we pray. Because it was people like, you should already pray. I'm like, what do you think I'm doing? I I, I got offended. I'm just like, you think I wasn't praying? As, as you think?
1: should. As you should. Because what people don't recognize is that yeah. we are on borrowed time. None of us... Mm-hmm. I, I even have to really rest in that with my own children because mm-hmm. losing losing a child, I understand, is one of the most difficult things that you can ever encounter, much right. with a parent or a spouse. And what we don't realize is that they were always gods. They were never ours. Right. We were loaned them. And we have right. to appreciate that time that we had with them. And anything over and above that I mean, we really have to give to God. So when people come out their mouth sideways, are you praying are am I praying? Right. Like yeah, that that would have been the time he should flip the table over.
0: Listen, because at this point, me. bro, you being disrespectful. I, I, lost, I, I lost it a couple of times. you being but disrespectful. At same, but at the same time, I think I truly take the Lord, but I think I'm saved. I'm so glad I'm saved. Because I, I like I clearly had the imagination what I could have done and could have said, but, but at the same time it, I already knew I I knew people was going I know everybody was going to say the right words to me yeah. like I totally get it it's so awkward it's like oh my god I'm with that. what can I say okay what should should I say oh um don't worry it's going to get better it is kind of like you got to let you got to let that word like roll off it's just like they're trying like you should they're trying. And I just want my like, thanks, you know. Thank you. And just and just don't say anything else, because like listen, I know you're trying, but it's just like that's not the right word. And then plus at the same time, I wasn't in a teaching mood yeah. of how to say the right words because at the same time, everybody's different. Really, everybody's different. For me, like I needed space. Yes. Now some like my family members were concerned because I needed so much space. I do. Like, I don't like to be hooked up around people. I like to have my own space, like, yeah. and just have me and God. Like, I was quiet for a whole week leading up to the funeral. And on the day of my dad's funeral, I was dead. Child, I was not lifting up my hands. I was not in a rejoicing mood to give God the praise yeah. that my daddy's gone. Y'all, I'm pissed. It's like, what do you mean? Like, I'm yeah. not happy about this. Like I'm nowhere near rejoiceful about this. And Keisha, that's so gone. real,
1: though. That's so yeah. real. So many times we over-spiritualize this life. And when mm-hmm. we when we really sit back and recognize, like it's it's one thing to try to be Christ-like, but even Jesus wept. Like, even yeah. Jesus wept. Like you have to give yourself the ability to be human. He was fully God and fully man. Yeah. And the the fact that you can try to push past those huge the the emotions of a man that's it's impossible we're supposed to feel those things we're supposed to allow
0: yeah i'm so glad that that lord gave me room to feel and i think for the first time in my life i actually gave myself to feel be selfish in this season yeah. because like uh, to allow myself to process this and feel like uh, I never forget that uh, I had to be talking to another friend of mine she's an intercessor so i tell y'all community matters and she like and she was praying with me uh well she was praying for me I won't say pray with me for y'all there, there's seasons where you can't really pray for your own self that's why you need somebody to help you pray so um she was like I never forget what she said like should like the Lord's not surprised that you're angry was not surprised that you're feeling this way. It's okay. Because it was still a part of me. The Lord I still loves you, but I'm so hurt right now. Like yeah. just just give me give me some space. Give me a minute right now. I just need to give me some time. Yeah. Before I open up my mouth and talk to you in this light. And I never forget it. I was going to the dentist appointment for a friend of mine. This was still doing my sabbatical slash reading period. Like I, I was just talking to the Lord. I just like, Lord, you know, I seen what you can do. I seen you heal people. I seen you deliver people. Like, Lord, I seen that you can do it. It's not, it's not the fact. I never doubted that you could do the same for my dad. What I'm most angry about, about you, is like, why did you not do it for him? Mm-hmm.
1: It is like, I never
0: doubted you, Lord. I never doubted your power. I seen your power. Cause usually that's the most thing. Like, usually people start doubting. God, like, can God do it? Can God, God cannot do it? Well, I know God can do it. Like, I've I seen him do it. it. I've seen him do it. But why you didn't do it for my daddy? Like, what was that? So, um, and I bust out crying real hard at that because that was the issue. It was just like, well, I never doubted your power. I never doubted who you are. Like, I know you can do it. I know you could have done it. There's people who have been healed from cancer, stage four cancer. A whole complete turnaround. The tumor is dried up. Yeah. Like, you're you're literally faced between life and death. And the Lord messed around and saved your life and gave you five years more to live or furthermore. so And that's another thing I learned. When God saves your life, grace. So, and also this, it's not for you to waste, but it's for you to use for him, for his glory. Absolutely. Like, as, long, as long as you got breath in your body, the Lord, uh, he still has the time for you to do. But I was upset with that. So, excuse me. So that's why like, it, it took me to a next level of trust in God, even with death. Even trusting God, even with loss, you may not understand like why. But but I can tell you this, y'all, because like before my dad died, I was struggling financially because y'all, I I resigned from my job, so that paycheck, the last paycheck was gone, and I'm just Mm like I don't know where the money's gonna come from. But to God be the glory, my dad he had funds um after his death, and like I never forget when mom and my sister they got they got happy about it. I was crying. Because I'm just like, like it's like Keisha, like what's wrong? Like you know, you got money. Like Daddy, you got enough money, you know, to help you out. And I'm just like, at, at this cost,
1: I, I didn't want it. it. I you keep the money, give like, my I daddy. I
0: it. like, girl, I almost I was like, I don't want. I rather suffer. But at the same time, it's pointless because like, there's nothing I can do. I need to get those bills paid. So, but it is like, I don't. I felt I felt so wrong to touch that money. Because I'm just like, what, at this price? At this cost? Like, it's almost as if kind of like, the Lord said, so you're going to be taken care of for the rest of the year. I'm like, okay, Lord, I'll die, right, amen, amen. But your daddy's going to die, though. Like, what? Yeah. So, trusting God and that's easy. My little people are home. Easy. Hey, little people! <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> but, um, but trusting God in that is not easy, y'all. Like, even on Sundays, like even when I uh, I remember I finally got like I got to the church. Hey baby, uh I remember I prayed for the first time on stage. Like um and you know, I was nervous because like it's been what? Well it's been like months since I came back to my church and started praying in my church again. But when I got back, you know, I just prayed in the whole like I just prayed however God wants me to pray and God truly got the glory. A lot of people was happy. They was like, oh, Kisha, Kisha, you're back. Kisha, you're back. Kisha, you're back. I said, okay. Yes, I'm back, but I'm not mentally back. Like, don't get it twisted. Yeah. I am still going through this process. Because I think some people, like, even as the days go by, some people forget that I'm still, like, like uh, grieving. But at the same time, I trying to let that slow me down. But it's kind of like, give me grace. Like, even when I got back yeah. into uh, leading the intercessory prayer team, I told them, I said, thank you guys so much for your prayers and support, I ask you all to give me the grace and patience as I get reacquainted with everything, because, like, like I may have an episode, or, like, I may think it'll hit you in a wave that you weren't anticipating. Like, it, it will literally hit you in a wave, but I remember mean, when I was praying on stage, it was almost if, it's almost as if, what grief, <laughs> what mourning, like, it was gone, which I realized, you know, just because you're mourning, or just because you, you're your body's going through a turmoil. Your spirit uh, comes out. Your spirit lifts up. Your spirit yes. rise up. Yes. So, which is why, I like, I've been gifted to do this because, like, my gift is not based off of my condition. My gift is based on God. Like, it's yes. rooted in God. Yes. So, it is like I could, I could be on a hospital bed and praying till till everybody on the uh, hospital floor gets saved. So, it is like your conditions doesn't affect your gift. You can't allow it to affect your gift, mm-hmm. but it is like you let the Holy Spirit rise up and you let him take control. Yes. Take, Lord, take the wheel. So, Literally. <laughs> uh, like really take the wheel. So same with singing, same with preaching. Even with this, I'm like trusting in God in this too. So, but trust me, I do have episodes here and there. Like I, I also talk to a counselor. I have a best friend. I have other people that I talk to that helps me my confidence I'm gonna emphasize that. Yes. I don't tell you everybody, but like I have my confidence that I talked yeah. to that helps me and also push me because that was another thing I was scared of. I did not want to be stagnant. I did not want to be stuck in grief. Mm-hmm. Because it, it was like I, I was feeling oppressed for a moment because like like I uh, I feel like the enemy was going to take a huge advantage to literally suppress me and like mute me for the rest of this year or probably for the rest of my life. So by the same time, it was a part of me, a.k.a. the Holy Spirit, said, uh-huh, you not going to die in this too. So, and in the midst of that, in being one, I started finishing up my website. I started, you know, start. I mean, fixing everything up. And I'm just like, man, well, I don't really have the money. And he said, yes, you do. And uh, the Lord granted it to me. And I launched it probably, I think, last year. No, not last year, Two two months ago. And I've been scared to reveal it until I launched it, until I started sharing it a little bit more um, like last month. Because, like, I had to prepare, I had to mentally prepare myself, emotionally prepare myself, spiritually prepare myself. Because, like, okay, Keisha, you're getting back out there now. Yeah. So, like, are you ready? So I'm just like, well, the Lord is for me. Like, He's with me and in, in everything I do. The Lord is with me. So I'm going to say, let's do it. Because, like, I tell you, I truly believe after I start um, posting the flyer that I'm, I'm available now, acceleration is going to happen. But I got to be ready for that. But at the same time, can you really be ready? Like, is there a point where you actually feel like you're ready? He should be walking. Like it, it's a lie. You're walking. Lie. Again.
1: <laughs> that's what it is. You're walking. Like you, you were probably full sprint, like full speed ahead in the middle of ministry, doing your thing, going, 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 going. Yeah. So you had been faith running at that point, but now life mm-hmm. is kind of life, life yeah. is behind yeah. all. I mean, it's, it's yeah. going to come right. And now mm-hmm. you stopped. you, you've, you were knocked down completely. Now you got up, you're on your knees, you done prayed, you're, done, you're crawling. And now you're in a condition where you can walk again. And I think that is right. beautiful. I think that's beautiful that you're beautiful pacing things. yourself and that you're getting back out there. And like you said, mm-hmm. you don't have to die in this too. That's so important. Right. If you didn't catch what she said because but many times we feel like we there, yeah. we don't deserve the life after it because our life is so, it's it feels like it's on pause, on hold because of the grief. We don't Deserve to feel joy again. We don't deserve right. to have life after death. Whatever the death is, it could be the death of Whatever a marriage, the death, the death of a child, the death of a relationship that you just, a death of a friendship. Like there are so many deaths that we have to give ourselves permission to grieve and move on and begin
0: walking again. Permission. That's so good. Because I'm telling you, that's and that's another thing I learned. Because like, you know, I was raised up in a church where even you go through when life be like it, you still gotta keep going. And who said that? You know who said that? Listen, i am telling you, I have been raised like that. Like yes. we're, not, we're not allowed, we're not allowed to allow we're not allowed to, to rest. Yeah. Rest was looked down upon. It, it was never looked good. It was like if you rest, you're lazy. It was so if toxic. you rest you gotta idle like you have an idle mind. If you rest the enemy's gonna get you. And I tell you, y'all, but however, these leaders are becoming suicidal, depressed, having anxiety. Because their mind a break consumed, walk. ate up. I mean, yeah, ate up. So it's kind of like, are you sure about that? Are you, like that man on that meme, are you sure about that? Are you sure about that? Because, like, it's not working. <laughs> I'll get, like, even before my dad passed away, I was getting spiritually burned out. So it is like, yes. are you telling me not to rest? Like, are you sure about that? Hey, I mean, this whole sabbatical, it's been a blessing to me at the yes. same time. Because, like, one, I keep to focus on myself. Like, being one, I never have time for it. Well, let me say this, too. I never put the time in it. I never, well, I never had the, the attention on it. But mm-hmm. I think that's why the Lord brought it to my face in this season. Because, yeah. like, I got nothing else to do. My, and you know what? My mom also said something really interesting. It almost kind of hurt my feelings, but at the same time, gross. But she was like, Kishi, your daddy was holding you back. Because even in the midst of the years my dad was being sick, I didn't really watch out because, like, I don't want to be too far away from him because, like, mm-hmm. my dad is messing around and dying. I want to be there. Like, I want to uh, help him out. I don't want to miss out anything, like I said before. Mm-hmm. But now my dad's dead, he just kind of, like, keeps you go forward. I'm going to say, dang, that's very... That's cut My my like, my said I, it. I see no. what you saying. Right. I was like, Mama, I, I see what you're saying. But that's,
1: that's rough, but I'm telling you, like, she, she could put a little sugar on the top of
0: that, like, my right. y'all, like, people but, uh, but at the same time, I mean, mommy, you're not lying because like at the same time, I remember y'all, like, I was so stressed out about my daddy dying. I could not be, I could not be. So it is like, he should, he's resting. He's free now. So you can go for it. Like, I'm traveling more this year than I ever was before. Yeah. So it is like, H a to be the glory. So it's kind of like, okay, I'm happy, but I wish it didn't happen this way. But, yeah. you know, it's not, they say, he's in control. Like, God is in control. God right, is, in control. is in control. God is in control. control. Right. At GCC Right, right, right. It's a quiet note. Know. You know, not everybody can do that. They Listen. Get, I mean, they get so conflicted. They can't clap
1: right. Keisha, sure, I'm not going to play no. with you. <laughs> Listen. Oh, my goodness. Y'all, we can do this all night because it's been way too long. since oh to nice. You should have got part up. Two, part two. Oh, my goodness. All right. So, y'all, we're going to transition into the redefined mm-hmm. moment. So, y'all know how we do Ooh. Y'all know how we do. We're gonna go to the word of God, right? We're gonna submit mm-hmm. this thing with the word of God. Micah chapter six, verse eight. I'm reading from mm-hmm. the ESV version. Tisha might have another version over there that she wants to read because I was we was talking about the message Bible. Yeah, like the straight like that version word is good
0: too.
1: So it says Micah chapter six, verse eight. The ESV version says, He has shown you, O mortal, what is good and what Does, and what does the Lord require of you to act justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with your God? Very plainly, right? So we were just talking about it. Like literally we get caught up in the doing because the verse, the verse that precedes that it says, "Will the Lord, well, the first two verses six and seven, it says with what shall I come before the Lord and bow down before the exalted God? Shall I come before Him with burnt offerings, with calves, a year old? Will the Lord be pleased with thousands of rams, with ten thousand rivers of olive Ew. oil? Shall I offer my firstborn for my transgression, the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? And then verse come in there like, mm mm, no, right. He has what shown you, O oh mortal, he what is good, you. and what does the Lord require of you? To act Come justly on. and to love mercy and to walk humbly with your God.
0: So that's, <laughs> which means we need to we need to stop this whole uh try God, don't try me. Excuse me. Where do you see that in the Bible? Where where do you see that in the Bible? We gotta cut that out. We gotta that, basically say like it's time for us to grow up. The
1: People problem die. is yes. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely, Keisha. Like, we get so caught up in doing and coming up with these cute colloquialisms and ain't got no power. Can't 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 cast nothing. Don't know here from there. Mind mm-hmm. Ada. We don't have peace. We don't have love in our hearts. We see someone suffering and we're not moved. We we see social injustices everywhere and we're not moved to yeah. righteous anger. Like we become stale. So so often we're stale because we're far from God. We're far from the heart of God. It tells us to faith walk, wow. we need to act justly. We need to love mercy and we need to walk humbly with God. Humility is such an under appreciated character trait of God being humble and walking in humility, that is so important yeah. because only when we're humble, when we're low, can God be glorified above us. If we, if we trying to be seen and we trying to do and we're in the way oftentimes, we're in the way oftentimes of what God is trying to do because God is powerful. He is all powerful. So it's not even in his character he just does. to just come through and try to be extra. He, he extra, he is. He just is. He's he ain't got to be. He ain't got to do the extra because he is. He's everything. So I have a Facebook. Uh, I have a scripture on my Facebook. Like in, yeah. in what places yeah. do we have to yeah. perform for God? We don't. He, he is the main act. He is everything. Yeah. You should go ahead and share with us what you what this, this verse is kind of conjured up in your spirit.
0: I'm so glad you're talking about this because I've been feeling this in my spirit for the past few weeks. Um, yeah, because I remember I was in Chicago with my best friend. We was going 12 hours of prayer. Mm-hmm. But it was also like, you know, to go to Venture up there, but also go to 12 hours of prayer by a pastor on Hannon And it was amazing, y'all. But um, I was just telling her, I was like, you know, sis, and I wasn't, talking, I wasn't talking about my church. I was just talking about the whole body, like just the body of Christ. I would just say, like, you know, we do praise and worship perfectly. Like, you know, the perfect sermon, the lights and the cameras are on point, the outfits are on point. Like, we we conjure up that great experience, but are we touching the heart of God? Because, like, like, in Matthew, Matthew chapter 7, if you don't mind if I go there for a moment with y'all. Matthew chapter 7, because, uh, let me... There, right right now. Uh, Oh, Uh, true and false disciples. Uh, This is Matthew chapter 7, verse 21. Matthew chapter 7, verse 21. Uh, This is the NIV version. And it reads Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, this is the Lord talking. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my father who is in heaven. Verse 22. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name drop out demons and in your name perform many miracles? 23. Then I would tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you evil doers. My God. Like, this should, or this gave me goosebumps now, but this should really, um, Turn up our sensitivity, yo. Before you open up that new church, before you start that new ministry, before you post that video, before you start that song or that project, is this what the Lord wants you to do yeah. in this season? Because like, are you giving Him glory, or it's pretty much giving you glory? Because there are there are some people, who, <laughs> excuse me, excuse me, who use God's name to glorify them. So it yeah. is like it God god knows the intentions of the heart he knows the heart of men more than we do mm-hmm. which is why the bible also mentions how the how the heart is so deceitful. so it is like don't trust what comes out of it thanks oh boy that was great because out of it flowed the issues of life so it is like which is why you gotta give god your heart and like, which is why you gotta trust god more than your own heart you gotta trust him over your heart yeah. but what i'm saying is like i was telling my best like you know it's everything that we're doing is it are we touching the heart of God? And I made that to my own press. If I let everything I do be pleasing unto you, like let it please, I, I may have the skills That's and the good. talent to do it, yeah. but Lord, I want you to do like, Lord, is this what you want me to do right now? Okay, let's do it. So uh, I ever want to be careful that like, yes, I'm doing this because God wants me to. Um, the reason why I'm picking up that mic and singing because the Lord created me to do this he gave me this assignment to do this. No, I don't feel like doing it, but I'm going to do it because mm-hmm. of course I'm being obedient. This is a covenant. It's not based off of conditions. This is my, my, this is my based off of my faith and my obedience mm-hmm. unto Him. So, and this requires us to grow up enough. Um, drink, um, it was so funny. My bishop was all over it last Sunday. He was like, "We need to stop drinking milk. Stop st- being stuck on milk." We need to eat the meat mm-hmm. because it's a lot of us been saved for too long. It's like, it's almost like you've been in fifth grade for too long. You're in fifth grade and you're 35 years old. Keep, be, keep yeah. being held
1: back because you ain't going to go forward. You right. can't go forward and do sixth grade math. This We can't do algebra. We can't do trigonometry. Right. We darn sure can't do calculus because right. you still up here struggling with long division. Come on now.
0: Come on. You're still struggling with authority, respecting and honor oh, authority. My goodness. You want the power, you want the power of God so much. You want God to elevate you and do this. Honor your leader. Fast. Pray. Deny to your fleshly desires. Do you you don't think like look in the Bible also to who much is given? Much, much is required, required out of the much is required out of you. The Lord says you gotta make a deal too. Mm-hmm. You want me to elevate you. Unless I need you to do something about it, too. What you got to offer to me.
1: I understand goodness. this.
0: Like, it's, but it's not how you say it. Lord wants you to make that first step. But also understand the Lord is going to do the rest of the work in you. Mm-hmm. I can't tell y'all. like I, I I didn't imagine myself to be here at this point. Mm-hmm. But I just trust God. He's going to do the deep work. And that's why I kept trusting. Father, I thank you for doing deep work in me. Because... uh ew. Peace. you know people, what it is?
1: Yes, ma'am. The, the, the prayer, the the fasting, that stuff don't change your situation most times. It changes you. That That's thing changes you.
0: It yeah. changes
1: your heart. And when it changes your heart, it changes your perspective. The lens that you, perception is reality, right? Yeah. So yeah. the things that we we so feel like it's just rogue so and it's goodness. terrible, God ain't in it. That can't be God because it don't look like God. The minute right. that you start getting into the word and you start praying and interceding, like you said, that thing shifts you. It changes your heart. Yes. It changes your mind. It changes the lens that you look through and you begin to see things differently. Yes. People people, people will start to look at you crazy because they're like, oh, well, you know, that ain't really what's going on, but that, that's what's going on in my stratosphere. Okay, come on. That's I really truly believe that's where we get the verse where we speak those that are not as though they are. Yeah, like we we start to see those things in a spiritual realm because there it's it's more than just a natural experience. We're spiritual beings having a natural experience, and what's done in the what's done in the heavens will then be done in the earthly realm. So when we get up there and we start cultivating that spirit and what Kim say, cooking it up. And then what kill you up, right. cook it up. <laughs> <cooking> it up. <laughs> Listen, you start cooking that thing up, your, your, your lens change. You put on some glasses. Yeah. The bifocals,
0: you can see. You can see. Listen. Right. Listen, because like, the fact that my father's dead, that don't change. Like, praise and worship, is not going to change about that. Listen. I tell, that's why, that's why, I mean, you know, when it comes to salvation, I was like, we really need to stop tricking these people about thinking like you know when you give your life to the lord you know everything's gonna go away i mean yeah. i mean it's facts that's it's facts so like i mean well that depression's gonna go away that exactly yeah it's gonna go away but you gotta put in that work though you become you a direct though. target for the
1: enemy when you become a child of god dare i say start being obedient and really doing what he say oh you just piss him off then you Just make him mad, he you become a direct mm-hmm. target of the enemy, but the enemy so foolish because
0: he ain't never gonna win. But it's he's never gonna win, he comes but same- hard, right? But at the same time, which is why, like, I feel like uh, a lot of the Christians are uh failing at that because their prayer life lack of prayer life because they lack of discipline. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that's was me, thing too. that was me because. It's real. It's honestly real because, like, um and I definitely not trying to make anyone afraid, you know, like, well, thank you. I'm, I'm scared to be a Christian for God. I'm scared to take on that leadership because the enemy's going to attack you. You're going to get attacked regardless as long as you stand for God. But understand this the Lord has given you power he has given us power to overcome the tactics of the enemy absolutely you will know that he's in the midst you will like your uh, your spiritual sensitivity will increase the holy spirit will start letting you know he will place people in your life who will also anticipate and cover you in prayer is speaking to you and also correct you in love as well so you're not you're not going to get beaten up unless you allow the enemy to beat you up but that's why it's so important to stay connected to God. You yeah. got to stay connected to your church home. Stay connected to your family church, like your your spiritual family, because you need them as much as they need you. Yeah. Because the spiritual battles, like it's already won, but, you, but it's the lack of endurance. It's the lack of endurance that's messing us up. Woo! Because she on those said. good Sundays, because it's those good Sundays, you know, where we be in the mood, we be in the mood. <laughs> so, try those Sundays where, you know, like, you really struggling. Child, I to go to church. Ooh, ooh. like, I'm pastor pray send. for me. Pastor, I can't, like, pastor be asking, like, where you, where you been at? You be like, pastor, I'm struggling. Like, uh-uh. Endurance. There's so many scriptures where it's so important. It's like, it's not enough just to believe God. It's more to actually have endurance, the yes. stamina to do believe God, the perseverance. Like Paul understood that in each season that he's in, he learned to be content. He learned how to be joyful because he's understanding, like in each of these seasons, he's growing from this, but it's the endurance that's gonna outweigh what he's going through. Absolutely. Do not give up in the midst of it. Keep going. Absolutely. Yes, you're going through a lot. You're crying, you're on the floor in a uh, in a cradle position, crying. But the Lord still whispering in your ear, daughter, keep going. I didn't tell you to quit. Keep going. And you're going to give up. You're going to wipe it. Like, but you know, how people, I see that folks say, are you, you going to cry about it? Or are you going to wipe off the, uh, wipe <laughs> the dust off your shoulder and keep it moving? I said, first of all, I'm going to do both. That's... I'm going to cry and do it. Exactly. First of all, I didn't cry. There's it's no, y'all. I'm a cry, baby, for Jesus. So crying is like, there's, there's different symbolism for crying. Like, it can be uh, tears of release. Tears of healing, restoration. I mean, cry. Yeah. Please cry as much as you can. But you know, but you still gonna keep doing what you do. And he and he collect
1: them all in a jar, and he knows the very meaning of every I single tear that. that you, every tear that yes. falls in your eye. He knows exactly what it's for. Oh, hey, man, Keisha, Keisha, you you gotta you gotta come
0: back. That's a good scripture. Listen. That's a good scripture, girl. I, I poked on my Facebook. Y'all, y'all poked that on your Facebook. That is so good. I, put in, <laughs> I mean, like, it's so, it's so important right now because it's co-signing what I've been praying, praying on. And I'm just like, we need to grow up. Yeah. And I mean, even like, even for me, y'all, like, as I was exiting out my sabbatical, you know, grief and stuff like that, and, getting back, and gradually getting back into ministry, Uh, I was watching Prayer for a Dollar. Uh, he was teaching on, it's time to grow up. I mean, the whole message convicted me. Up and down, I was quiet. I really couldn't say amen. You know, we we like you're it to be, It'd good be In business. your business, like, you right. I mean, all up in your yard. You just you can't say.
1: You just like hey, in bitch, the yard me. on the front porch, looking yeah. through, looking through right. the screen door, like so you won't
0: right. like you'll right. see. Me? You look you right. You look you. You start around, so you feel like everybody knows. <laughs> you just like. Like, hey, okay, guys. knock it on the
1: door like, of your heart. So, you
0: gonna let right. me in? <laughs> right. I said, oh, okay, I said, okay, okay. Like, I got you. Okay, okay, well, I'm sorry. i Listen, okay. like, you know, listen,
1: I walk away better from those, from those those sermons. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. Me too. Because one thing you're not gonna do is beat me. That's I'm a competitive person by nature. What you're not gonna do is beat me. <laughs> and me and me, me and the Lord, we've been getting tight. I'm talking about tight, tight. And I just tight, feel tight. like, you know, when, when stuff be going down and I see the enemy, like, i be like, oh, so, so you wanna, you wanna tussle? Okay, right. oh, oh, okay. Okay. okay, okay, okay. We see what's going on then. Okay, okay. I see
0: okay. you. I see you. Right. I, right. Like <laughs> right. it be like you like okay oh you know what we you know especially when the Lord gave you that revelation what's been really going on you like oh you know what Lord? okay 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 I see you Lord I see you Lord for That's all him. this time
1: <laughs> big mad and he I listen I said right. it last week he gonna stay mad he is his he you hear me and he gonna stay mad he gonna stay mm-hmm. mad because he ain't gonna win because you, ain't gonna, you. you, is, you ain't gonna beat me you is you ain't gonna beat me. Okay, I'm going to walk this thing out with the Lord. and Walk wow. this thing out. Listen. Listen, Keisha, thank you. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Thank this you. is good. This is so good. This is
0: so good. Is I good. so enjoyed it. This is a nice you. podcast. This is my first podcast. And it's so natural. And I love it. Listen, so. You know, you know they say it's part of my personality trait. Like, well, like they say you do good with the uh, podcast. And you say, you know what? Yeah, yeah, this is it. Yeah, this, mm-hmm. this is one of I put this mm-hmm. on my list. Put this on my list because I definitely chat. Cause I like to have discussions. Yeah. And stuff like that. Now, yes, I can't get preachy because I love Jesus. You know, we, we get that that fires. What's in you will come out. out of you. Oh yeah. And that's the whole that's the whole topic right there. But that will, will come, come, come up out, out of you. <laughs> Listen, especially pray the words worship leaders. If you've been listening to R and B songs before you go to church, like don't trip yourself up. Don't trip yourself. Uh, I used to, I remember when I was like in my teen like teenager I used to like pray like Lord I pray I'm not going to sing this song I'm not going to sing this song I'm not going to sing this song I may mean, stop listening to it so <laughs> it's time to grow up you gotta change your appetite for it, change your appetite a lot mm. of Lord's change your appetite for the rest of this year and it's not just your diet but he's saying like um, spiritually the things that he used to do the things that he used to entertain Lord said he's gonna change your appetite. Because I feel to hunger when it's after
1: him, I feel that. Christian. Amen. I've already started feeling like indigestion for things that just ain't God, and it just it on, just rubbed me, me the too. wrong way. Like, yeah, the, I can't hold that down no more. I'm just not gonna be a part because it makes me it. You know how indigestion feel? You be you be yeah. stuffed in the worst way.
0: It it don't sit on me right, so I I just it can't. don't sit on. Me. And same with, with me, like, I'm a gamer. I love to play games. I remember I was playing games, and I was just getting aggravated with it. I was just like, this is not helping. So I just play some worship music and just, you know, and there are times try to do this, y'all, too. Because sometimes I have people approach me saying, like, you know, I don't know what to say to the Lord in prayer. Just sit there and listen to worship music. Say nothing. Just say nothing. And let the Lord do the talking. Mm-hmm. Because there are times like where it's like, well, I don't know what to say. We'll be it? It's okay. And like I play like on um, work and I have has a gazillion a lot of worship instrumentals. And I say instrumental because sometimes um I don't want to get caught up in the words. I just you want be, to be singing. Music, that's it. Especially so, singing. Yeah, so, You'll
1: start singing the words and get lost. Oh
0: yeah. i be doing that part. Verse two. <laughs> see, I know myself. I know myself. So I got to do the instrumental where I don't know. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm a prophetic worshiper too. So I can create songs, but it is like there, there are where, there are times where I just kind of like let the worship music play and I just listen and the Holy Spirit just start talking. Like, I mean, sometimes, you know, it's almost like your spouse or, you know, that person that you really like, they'll be saying, um, they say one line, but it messes your heart. It mm-hmm. just kind of like, it's not it making you feel like, stop. <laughs> You start laughing. Like, okay, boy. He is really you, the lover of your
1: soul. Be sure. He's a lover. Yes. He's
0: a lover. I said, okay. You <laughs> start blushing. Like, blushing. I'm black. You can't even see it, but you know, it's, it's a black <laughs> girl blush. So it's <laughs> just like, okay, thanks, boy. And then he, he get you all teary eyelids. Like. <laughs> thanks, You love me. You love me, Lord. Like, listen. It's, it's the. It's, it's all part of the process. Yeah, you won't get this all in one night. <laughs> this is just part of the process of spending time with God. Absolutely. Whether you're at work or because my car is my throne room, my my room is my throne room. Like anywhere, like even sometimes in the store, you can find me worshiping and praying. I have no, I like I'm getting to the point where I have no shame about it because like I was one of those people in the store where I heard somebody pray for me. Like a, a man approached me and prophesied to me, and I was crying and I needed those words. What if he was about to leave? So it just kind of like what if he just kinda of like, Lord, I don't have no time for that. Yeah. That girl don't even know me. But he was obedient. Yeah. So it is like because of that, and that's why I started hey can I pray for you? Because you just don't know somebody needs your prayer. Somebody mm-hmm. needs you like you need to stop what you're doing. and say hey, can I pray for you? I don't need no money from you. I don't I'm not asking you anything. I just want to pray for you. And yeah. walk away. And just like and let the Lord do the rest. Because mm-hmm. so we're like seed depositors. I'm just depositing seed. I'm just a messenger of the Lord. I'm sending this to you, If you take that
1: up to the Lord. Again. Absolutely, absolutely. I think we get caught up so and we get we get lost in that because we don't want to be the seed depositor. We want to be the waterer. We want to be the one to see the yeah. harvest. We want we want yeah. we want we want the satisfaction of seeing mm-hmm. the seed come to full fruition, and while it's you you want to see people deliver it. Sometimes you're not gonna see it through your hands. You were just
0: meant
1: Ooh, to sow the seed, and you gotta be okay with that. You gotta be okay with that. It's
0: gotta Keisha.
1: be okay. Keisha, where can where can they find you? I need the website. We we gonna put we gonna put it in the details. I'm going, I'm
0: going to post a video about it soon. Um, yes, but it's b 1617com B-1-6-1-7. b b-i-i-n-g dot com yeah one n e e six one seven number 617.com dot com and you can follow me on Instagram I'm very heavy on social media y'all that's my ministry uh at this time so um Instagram I'm righteous heart twenty nine eleven uh or you can follow me on Facebook it's Keisha Jenkins I don't have exaggerated names for that like you know baby Keisha like it's just keep Jenkins You know, you know, you know, you be creative with the names now. <laughs> well that's because a lot of
1: times they be shamed of their real name. So they be putting some other Uh-oh. names on that. That that we ain't gonna go there. They be shamed of their real name. They, they gotta come up come out, out of that. You gotta come up out of that. You're no longer you Saul, you be
0: Paul. Okay, come right. up out of that. It's all right. Come out, come <laughs> out. We we want to find you, but yeah, you can find me in those areas so right his heart. Twenty Nine Eleven, and also on Facebook Keisha Jenkins definitely chat with me uh, I'm definitely not unapproachable because you know some people be like I'm going to to talk to a deep in the, <laughs> <what? Deep is laughs> the ocean deep in the ocean my thing is I want you to ask questions and stuff like that because sometimes I be posting scriptures or posts and stuff on my instant stories and I love when people respond to it say so what do you think about this and this and this because it tells me especially evangelism one-on-one it gives you an insight of where people are at. So mm-hmm. it is like, how can you minister? You can't assume everybody knows God. Everybody don't know God. Like you, 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 Even in the church, not everybody is saved and not everybody are, are on the same level as you. Absolutely. So Absolutely. it is kind of like, not saying don't talk to them babyish or talk dumb to them. It is like, make this practical. Like, hear them out. Like, why did they not come to church? Or why did they agree to that sermon? Or how you felt about this scripture? Like, what's on your heart? description. So yeah. it gives me, I said, wow, so that's how you think so. So what led you to this place? Like what led you to think like this? So we could because like deliverance is also my ministry too. So it is kind of like what's the root? Because yeah. like I'm trying to see if this is a pattern in my scene. So and me and then plus I'm an intercessor too now I can really pray about this. Uh targeted prayers actually. There's mm-hmm. a difference between umbrella prayer and then a targeted prayer. Yeah. So Absolutely. Well, I'm about to go on my kikimosis, but yes, yeah, that's <sighs> how uh you can uh reach me. So it's truly Thank honest, sis. I really appreciate you.
1: Thank you so much, Keisha. I just, I just Thank absolutely you. love you. And I know I love you. that being one six one seven is gonna be just a God thing. And I'm just believing God mm-hmm. and He is gonna explode it to the place where you need it to be, where He needs it to be. Rather, that he is just gonna bless people through you, and I'm excited to see it. I can't wait to see it. I'm gonna just put it that way. I cannot I'm wait excited to see it, y'all. That's the I'm, end of I'm season grateful. two.
0: Like, oh my goodness, oh email. no, the end of season two, girl. All right, y'all. So, just, you might, you might, those two might be upset I, about it. now they <sighs> might, so here's the thing, we shall. Here's the but thing. you know, be led though. Be led. Be led That's though. That's the thing.
1: I it's it's my season of rest. I don't know when season three Ooh, is coming. Amen. It's my season amen. of rest. rest, and not not just you know sleeping, but active rest. So there's other things yeah, that I, God I, is really. calling me to right now that I know is Him is pulling me, is tugging me, and it's a it's a pertinent thing right now. So I'm grateful that season two is coming to an end, but season three, y'all. It's gonna be different. It's going to be incredible. Don't yes. miss it, and don't miss anything don't that miss goes it. down. So, if this is your first time, subscribe to the channel. I thank y'all for hanging <laughs> out with us two whole seasons in a row. Season three, we going yes, up, girl. up, 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 up. up, up. <laughs> Keisha, thank you again for being with us. I love y'all. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Season two is in the books. Love
0: y'all. Bye. Bye.